0: Uh, Good morning to a new episode of Do You Hear Me? My name is Tiffany Little. Um, Originally, I did name the podcast uh, Pearls of Wisdom, but I've changed it to Do You Hear Me? Do you hear the things that I am saying and what I'm speaking from my heart and those thoughts that are coming forth? Again, welcome. Today I'm going to deter, I was going to continue with the theme of the root of it all and I will go back to it, but I kind of want to deal with um, the ideology and I'm not going to go into any intense explanation um, of backgrounds between Democrat and Republican. I kind of want to look at being a believer or a Christian at the aspect of how There seems to be a battle or there's always this argument, um, from the Republican party about abortion and, you know, the LGBTIQA community, forgive me if I didn't get it right. And all these other quote unquote moral issues that we have that are always presented to Christians as if they're the only party and that's the only way to vote. And those are the only concerns that God has. But as I was, um, thinking and just you know allowing myself to meditate I believe the Lord was also showing me how sometimes we miss that God loves the widow the orphan the outcasted and those are the people too that we cannot forget in the midst of all this political ideology and this political smoke screens that are put up and I believe sometimes those things are left out because there's there could be a level of conviction on your heart and that usually tends to lean a little bit more to the the dem, um, democratic view who do the social services who look out for the poor um, neither party has everything we need nor neither party will ever represent everything the totality of what god represents or jesus represents in the bible but i want us sometimes as believers Not to be conflicted by the consistent argument that the Republicans make. God's only concern is not about abortion or sexuality. God is concerned about are we taking care of those who cannot take care of themselves? Are we fighting for those who are outcasted, those who are seen as the least of these? And I believe that we could miss and, and and think that we're voting our conscience when we vote Republican as Christian or when we lean towards that or when we question certain things. but I, I mean but I also have to question why is the outcast never brought up? Why is the idea of feeding the poor and taking care of the child? See we we talk about the rights of keeping that child alive, but what about when that child becomes the orphan child? What about when that child with that mother becomes widowed? Then we forget about those services because on one side, we're talking about pull yourselves up by your bootstraps, but that's not a biblical principle. God didn't say pull yourself. He He told you to lean on him. And so I began to think about that. In the midst of this, if we keep leaning towards that, we miss all the examples in the Bible of Jesus interacting. We miss all the examples in the Old Testament of God using people who didn't look like an elite sort of party. We miss that God was with Rahab, who became a single mother, who ran away. And he began, he became to her El Rocha, the God who sees We miss out on Rahab, who was considered outcasted, who helped to save people in a nation. We will miss out on Zacchaeus, who was a tax collector and wasn't favored by everybody. But Jesus came. We will miss out on the woman, the Syrophoenician woman who had the daughter that was demonically oppressed. We and Jesus told her that he was going to give her what he had. Um, you know, that even the dogs are able to eat from the crumbs table. And I know that sounds hard, but that's a whole cultural cultural anthropology (laughs) section to explore on a whole nother date. But the reason why I'm giving some of these stories and what God has done and how he worked with those who were, you know, poor, what we consider, you know, is because his heart is not just on the issues, but his heart is for the totality of the person. When Jesus came, he came to heal the whole person, not just the physicality, but the emotional things that are going on. So if we think voting one way is the Christian way, then we disregard the least of these, which talks about, did you come see me in prison? Did you, you know, visit me when I was sick? Did you clothe me when I was poor? If we ignore all those other things and think that certain issues are the crux and the foundation of our Christianity and our belief. Then we miss out on the whole totality of what God is doing in the world. We miss out on the whole totality and we allow a doctrine of a party to convince us this is the only way to honor God. And whether we say we actually believe or not, subconsciously, because of the program and because of the dialogue, it seeps deep down inside of us. till we think that that's how we have to move and we have to um, vote and we have to live because if we don't do this and we don't vote this way, God is not pleased. But what about when you ignore people who've lost jobs? People who are becoming homeless, people out are, are living in the streets because we believe voting for that is more important. And the party that makes us feel that those issues are more important are the ones ignoring what God is also concerned about. The poor, the widow, the orphan, the starving. No party has it. Hear me. I'm not saying one party is better than the other. No party has it. But the person who commits the abortion, they can repent because the person that you're asking not to get the abortion, aid become the person on the other side who right now who has a child who kept their child. But because of the way things were handled, may not be able to feed that child It's now out in the streets is now struggling. But we're concerned about this over here. Maybe we need to re prioritize our thoughts and how we look at this whole thing. We can't take one view and make it the scope of Christianity and leave out everything else. We have to look at the totality of who God is. I know we're think we're we're, we're trying to vote in a way that we feel like pleases and honors God. But God understands he knew about um, Daniel you know being with King Cyrus and King Darius. He knew about um, I'm sorry not um, Cyrus. Or no he was with King Cyrus I'm sorry. Maybe not or was he with Darius because there was also Nehemiah who worked for an evil person. But there was also the three Hebrew boys with Nebuchadnezzar. So he knew about you know, his people working with wicked rulers or rulers who did not carry the same um, biblical or moral thought. He knew about those things and God worked with them. And they also fought against the morality of the day. if we really want to be honest, of some of those things. And it wasn't just two issues. It was an overall lifestyle. So I just wanted to kind of come on and talk a little bit about being a believer, the political parties in the smoke screens and how we really need to reanalyze this whole argument of voting Republican means I'm being moral and voting Democrat is mean meaning I'm being immoral because if we really want to be honest, maybe in some kind of sense, maybe the Democrats in spite of all the craziness might be the more moral party because of allowing people like God allows us to have the free will to make decisions in our lives, good or bad, good consequences or not, and wanting to help people, wanting to take care of them, wanting to provide services for the world, whether their motives are right or not. But maybe they lean more towards the biblical God as opposed to the biblical idea and concept of what we think pleases God. Well, this is Tiffany Little signing off for Do You Hear Me? Hopefully you heard me. You heard my heart. Hopefully you were able to filter everything that I'm saying. All right. Have a good one.